Hi, I'm Emmy. And I'm Mago. And this is the Five Things Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be breaking down the five things we want to talk about about this quarantine. Okay, because we decided we're going to embrace it. We at first thought maybe we shouldn't really dig into the quarantine because who knows if and when, if if being the main factor, if and when people will listen to these episodes. But we decided there's no way we could not talk about the quarantine. So yeah, it was working its way into our episodes anyway. So we decided to just go full force. For sure. Okay, but before we do that, I have a very exciting update. Um, last Our last episode, we... Was it our last episode? <laughs> we're not sure. We're recording these episodes, and we're not exactly sure what order they're going to appear in. But this will for sure be after the episode where we talked about this. So in a previous episode, I should say. There you go. We, we're learning, guys. <laughs> we um, discussed the Tiger King. Mm. And I have some exciting breaking news <gasps> about the Tiger <gasps> King, They're reopening the case into Don Lewis's disappearance. Oh. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, gosh, I hope it's its own documentary. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be exciting? The sheriff announced that they're reopening it. And then – Shut up. Carol Baskin is not very happy about it, which, I mean, surprise, surprise, because she may be in the cell next to Joe pretty soon. Right. So here's – They'd they'd love that. She made a statement about um, just the documentary in general because she's not happy about it. What would she say? Read it. Uh, So here's what she said. There are not words for how disappointing it is to see that the series has had the sole goal of being as salacious and sensational as possible to draw viewers. Has she ever seen TV before? (laughs) Right. Like, that's what they do. As part of that, it has a segment devoted to suggesting with lies and innuendos from people who are not credible that I had a role in the disappearance of my husband, Don, in 1997. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised she doesn't use the statement alone. I mean, what is it? Early, 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 early. The series presents this without any regard for the truth or in most cases even giving me the opportunity before publication to rebut the absurd claims. They did not care about truth. The unsavory lies are better for getting viewers. Mm, your unsavory lies. I don't know, Carol. Oh, you know what? I would I would legitimately pay money to be on that jury. Oh, my. Wouldn't Can you imagine? <gasps> Let's move to Florida so we can be Or maybe on that they jury. could just hire us as private investigators. That's a good idea. Meg and I really want to have our own private investigating firm yeah, someday. That's next. Yeah. Okay, well thank you for that update. I am Yeah, you're welcome. I'm super excited about that and it feels like a little bit of justice and Doesn't it? Um maybe we're wrong, but I don't think we are. No, I, think she I don't think them. we are. I don't think we are. We're gonna hear I have a feeling we're gonna hear the phrase early, early, early many more times in the news and on the next documentary they make about this. Okay. Well, you know, it's great. It gives people something to Google other than coronavirus. They can Google Carol Baskin's trial. Right. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's go. Number one is activities that we are enjoying during the quarantine. I have some fun ideas. I you think do. People are gonna like. I mean, the main one main activity we've been doing is puzzles, which we love to do puzzles. Do you guys like to do puzzles? I like to do puzzles, but no one in my family ever wants to do them with me. I often ah. throw it out as an option. Well, we like to do them. Unfortunately, Jones likes to do them with us, our dog. Mm-hmm. So he <laughs> hmm. almost always eats that. at least one piece of our puzzle. So we generally end up with. <laughs> 
a not fully complete puzzle, but we're trying really hard not to let him do that lately. Is this like um, every, everyone pitches in? You do it all together? Everybody participates? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, not the girls. No. Mm-mm. They would just mess it up. <laughs> yeah. True. It's an adult activity, and we include Bo in that. And also, I mean, we are – I guess this could also go under activities. We are um, quarantining with another family, our friends, the Bennetts. We we decided that as a whole we make up 10 people, and that's the limit is 10. So we have been quarantining together, um, mostly because Hannah, the oldest daughter of the Bennett family, is our nanny. And so I was not prepared to give up on having that nanny help. And I didn't want to put her out of a job. So we figured since she's here anyways, right. we might as well include the whole family. Include so. the family. And you guys have had a lot of fun. I, I really love yes. that idea. And I'm actually kind of jealous about it. Yeah. Well, and we would um, we puzzle with them because Allie and Avery love to puzzle too. So we've been puzzling with them as well. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is fun. I wish that you were here and you could be part of our quarantine family. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to talk you into driving out here. You are. You, you, she sent me a link, guys, yesterday to a flight, yeah. a flight from Denver to Orange <laughs> County. And I was like, I'm not getting on an airplane. I need to be well, clear with you. I didn't really want you to get on the airplane, but yeah, it you was, did. It you was care about my health. round trip, $111 for your whole family. Although, <laughs> really, it was very funny because when I searched for the flight, I could get you on a flight this week to come out here, but you couldn't get a return flight until the middle of May. Like, I think they're not going to be having flights in between then and now. Wow. So that was interesting, I thought. What's your first activity? Um, well, sadly, I've been doing a lot. Well, it's not sad. It's actually fantastic. But I've been doing a lot of working because my oh, shop yes. yeah, has never, up. ever been busier, which I am, as a small business owner – so incredibly grateful for. Um, But I think there's a lot of, so I sell, just as a reminder, I sell pregnancy journals and baby books and other memory, memory type books. So I think a lot of people are trying to knock out some projects. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, also they can't shop anywhere but online. They can't shop. Yeah. I'm getting a ton of like uh, gift orders. So I think people are sending um, my products as gifts to, you know, virtual baby showers. Uh, It's been amazing. But (laughs) I think it's going to get a little busier because uh, six weeks from now, approximately, I'm expecting a lot of pregnancy journal orders. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I think don't that could think? go either way. I think people who have kids at home with them quarantining are going to be like, let's go ahead and get that best. Okay. So any pregnancy ASAP. journal orders will be first babies. Yeah. First well, babies. Is gonna be a I'm just saying it. No sports. Husbands at home. Yeah. No, I think you're right. You can only watch so much Netflix. Yeah, it's so, true. Anyway, so I've been working a lot, um, which I'm grateful for. That's That's been good. And actually, it's been kind of nice because I have an office in my basement. So yeah, you do. I feel like I've been able to maintain a little bit of alone time oh, while I yeah. work. So that's that been, is nice. That's been nice. And my family's been great and supportive and about me hiding out down here. So Okay, well, another fun one that we did, um, we Nathan and I went to high school together. We mentioned that we are high school sweethearts, and so we also live in the same area that we grew up in. So we decided one day, um, one a couple weekends ago while in quarantine, we took the kids on a little road trip around town showing them where we grew up. We took them to the house I grew up in, and then we took them to the house Nathan grew up in. We drove by our high school, we just showed them some of our... Like spot. It was fun. They loved it. 
and it got us all out of the house, but in the car. We didn't get out of the car. So that was a fun activity. I mean, if you didn't grow up in the area you live in, you could still take them to, like, places you dated. I don't know. Maybe you don't live there either, but. Totally. Did they enjoy that? Yeah, they loved it. Yeah, it was fun. We drove through Chick-fil-A and ate in the car, and it was fun. It was a great day. Any outing is fun. Yeah, because that's, I'm getting out on occasion, because, like, when I have to go run an errand, but the kids, I realized, just aren't, like, they're not getting out of the house ever, really, so it Mm -hmm. was a good way to get them. Um, Okay, but my favorite activity that we are doing is we have decided to celebrate a different holiday every weekend to try and pass this time. Yeah, this this is basically the mic drop on this category (laughs) because it's so great. Well, so last weekend we celebrated Corona Ween, we called it, and we all got in costume. I wore my Chewbacca costume, which there's a funny story with that. I'll get to in a second. And we had trick-or-treating. We we, Again, we're with the Bennetts, so all the adults and teenagers went into different rooms in our house, and the girls came and knocked on the doors, and we each gave them candy, so they got to trick-or-treat, and then... Um, we had chili, which is what we normally do for Halloween, and it was so fun. And then we did a puzzle. Um, and that was so fun. But partway through the evening, whilst I was in my full Chewbacca costume, which I'll, I will post pictures of our holiday That was such a cute picture of you, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're like post-Chewbacca. Is cute. Oh, my post-Chewbacca picture? Mm-hmm. I love my Chewbacca costume. I really feel like I I, I channel Chewbacca well. Um, Wait, where did you but, get this idea? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but where did you get this idea? Did you just make it up? Or did to you see do the holidays or yeah. to be Chewbacca? The holidays. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. We were in the pool one night. We were in the hot tub. Oh, a little inspiration from some, some wine and whiskey. Yeah, I uh-huh. think it must have been. And well, we were I saying love it. like – I think I had mentioned that I had seen that some people are, like, putting up Christmas lights oh, during yes. this time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And Nathan we was like, hey, how about we pull out the 87 Santas we have? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm going to talk him into pulling out all my Santas, but Are you I kidding? Do. I think that I, would be something very easy to talk Nathan into. Oh, we'll see. I hope so. I hope so. I, I'm really – I like to go big on Christmas. Um, <laughs> But, no, we – I don't know where we came from. But, so, anyway, we were – I was in my Chewbacca costume, and – all of a sudden, the kids were playing outside because we were getting dinner ready. And all of a sudden, Georgia comes running in and tells me that Penelope got hurt. So I have to go outside. And it turns out she's like halfway down my street with like a couple of the neighbors standing around because she's crying on the ground. And I had to walk all the way down there in my Chewbacca costume <laughs> on not actually Halloween. <laughs> was it still light out? Yes. Oh, it my was, gosh. It was a little embarrassing. but I didn't know anyway, that. That's so hilarious. Then, this weekend, we are doing Thanksgiving. We haven't – we had to come up with a clever name for it, but our best one we got was Corn Turkey Day. Okay. It works. So today – no, tomorrow – I have made T-shirts. Also, I will post pictures um, because tomorrow morning, we are going to do our Rona run, which is oh like gosh. a turkey Are you track. actually running? Well, of course not. So that's because she sent me a picture of these Rona Run t-shirts she made and she texted it to me earlier this week and I said, I love you. I love that you made like fake t-shirts for a fake event. (laughs) That is so you. It's a real event. We're really Rona Running. I mean, I'm, Jen and I are going to be part of the pit crew. Oh, right. That's important. Yeah. We're going to like drive the pace car. Oh my God. Are Um, they, and the kids and the guys are running? Yeah. The kids and the guys are going to run. 
So the run runs tomorrow morning, and then we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner tomorrow night. And we're going all out. We Like full traditional? Yeah. To fully yeah, traditional. All the Jen's husband works for a meat company, right. and he's the president of the meat company. And so he brought us home a 24-pound turkey. Oh, my gosh. And we are going to do this up. So we're even making pies today, which I don't normally do for Thanksgiving. So today we're making pies and prepping. And tomorrow we are going to have our Thanksgiving. And then next weekend is obviously Easter. So we're going to do Easter on actual Easter. And then the weekend after that, we're going to do Christmas. And then who knows? I mean, we could be celebrating. You could just keep going. At this point, we're, we feel like we might be celebrating all the way till the actual 4th of July. So we're going to save that one in case. But we'll see. Okay. Perfect. Well, I love the idea. I think it's amazing. The pictures, uh, actually, they were videos you posted of the girls Oh, I mean, trick-or-treating. T- so they had all the adults and old big kids were in yeah. a different room, yeah. and Penelope and Georgia got to walk around to each room and trick-or-treat for candy. It was so cute. It was very fun. They loved it. Yeah, so that's fun. fun activity for you. Okay, we should probably move on to number two. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Number two is things to binge during the quarantine. As far as TV, Pete and I have been – I got Pete to watch – the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel with me. <gasps> Love. I know. Maisel. So I have wa- I've already watched seasons one and two, and I saw that season three is out. I know it's been out for a while, but yeah, it has. Um, I haven't watched season three yet. So I wanted to, and I thought I really thought Pete would love this show. So yeah. I asked him if he wanted to watch it, and he's he's like obsessed with it. He's loving it. <gasps> okay, how far into it are, is he? Uh, we we just finished season one last night. Okay. Nathan really liked season one, too. He kind of lost interest in two and three. Oh, my gosh. I love season two where they moved to Paris. I just think that is so funny. Oh, my gosh. The whole – No, season two in the camp every summer. Right. The Catskills. Yeah. The Catskills. I know. I've got both of those elements, which are both hilarious. It's so So, yeah. Pete's been loving it, and I'm super grateful because it's just like a nice – I mean, there's a lot of F-bombs in that show, a lot of language, but it's just generally like – I feel like it's a appropriately show. used, though. It's oh, not like hilariously not like, used. Yeah, it's not like for cussing sake. No, it's, it's like, not icky. It's appropriate. So it just feels like it just feels like oh, I don't know. It's, it feels like an escape for sure. And it's then, not like HBO cussing. It's uh-huh. like cussing for humor's sake, which is always good in my. Mm-hmm. And they're opinion. like they're dressed so fifties. It just yeah, oh, more clothes. quaint when Love you drop the, the f bomb with a little pillbox hat. Yeah. Totally. And then the other show I've been binging is you're gonna make fun of this one. Have you ever seen Married at First Sight? I watched the first season and I I was into it. I mean, obviously I liked Love Is Blind. It's basically it's made by the same producers, you know. I didn't know that, but of course you did. Yeah. Um. So I love that show. I've actually watched all the seasons. Uh, several of them are on. Is it Netflix or Hulu? I don't know. One of those. I don't know. But the current seasons are on the Lifetime mm-hmm. website. So you have to go on there and you have oh, to okay. you have to stream them. But I don't know. Mm. I like that show. And um, as far as podcasts, I have chosen to take a break. Generally speaking, I've chosen to take a break from true crime <laughs> during the quarantine because my heart needs something a little happier than murder. Well, this is good because we actually got our first um, DM topic request oh. from your friend Bonnie from high school. <gasps> Bonnie. Which Bonnie's also my friend because she I've is. taken her as my friend as well. But um, she wanted some non-true crime podcasts. So oh. I, I wrote some down for her too. So you tell you tell oh, me great. what yours are. Yeah. Just a, just three to mention that I've been enjoying our um, A Beautiful Mess podcast. Oh, yeah. It's two sisters. They talk about 
they're just both off the charts creative and everything they touch is beautiful. Yeah. So they do a lot of like home decor and they talk a lot about their business. Um, so I enjoy that. And then um, I listen to the Meriwether Council. Do you know that podcast? Oh, what's that? The Meriwether Council. She um, She's like an Etsy guru. So it's also. Oh, okay. You've talked yeah, about her before. Yeah. yeah. It's business related, but she they're short and they're like super easy things I can in- implement for my business. Nice. And then um, I've been listening to, have you heard of The Anatomy of Marriage? No. That's a fantastic marriage podcast. Oh, okay. I I just find it super encouraging and practical. And yeah, makes me want to show up better in my marriage after I listen to it. So, Well, that's amazing. Trying to fill the soul instead well, of suck so the my soul. Non, my non-true crime podcast suggestions, um, I only have two because I mostly only listen to <laughs> True crime podcast. Yeah, this is a stretch for you. <laughs> but my two favorite non-true crime ones are How I Built This with Guy something. Oh, I've had that recommended to me, but I haven't listened oh, to it. Oh, you would really like it. It's so good. I mean, I will say, like, there's certain episodes that are much more interesting to me than others, but it, he talks to people who have started big businesses. Like, Sarah Blakely is one of his mm-hmm. um, episodes. Spanx. which she, she founded Spanx, and she was the country's first female billionaire. Um, and he just talks about how they started their business. It's so interesting. It's like That's cool. I mean, Sam Adams has been on I would it. Love that. Yeah, it's really like JetBlue and Southwest Airlines. I mean, he talks to some big people, and it's very encouraging. It's inspirational, and it's just so interesting. Like he talked to the girl who started Dry Bar. That one was really interesting to me. So some of them, I just. I'm like, mm, that doesn't really sound interesting to me. But then sometimes Nathan listens to those ones, and then he's like, no, you would really like that one. So then I'll listen to ones I didn't expect to like. And That's cool. Yeah, that one's really I, – I like that one. He repeats episodes a lot because I think, obviously, it's hard for him to find so many interesting people to talk to. But um, So that one's a good one. And then um, my other favorite non-true crime, which is also a really good short-dose one, is um, The Way I Heard It with Mike Rowe. He does – Real, they're, they're usually like 10 minute podcasts, and he just tells stories. and He calls it the way I heard it because it's a story that he has like heard. But they're usually, um, they're usually like a story about someone, an unexpected story about how someone grew up or something. And he won't tell you till the very end. Yes, okay, I was waiting. I, yes, some friends yeah. told us about this, and it's. It's really interesting, and I, I've been—I mean, I've been enjoying listening to that with with middle school age kids. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. This is a good one to listen to with your kids because they're short, so kids can hold the attention. And you know, Micro—if you don't know who Micro is—he's the voice of everything. He's the deadliest catch voice, and he was the Dirty Jobs guy. Um, and he's just such an excellent storyteller, and he's got a great voice. So um, that's a fantastic really podcast. I forgot what? about that. I, that's a fantastic podcast. I need yeah. to bring that up. I think it's kind of low in my queue, but I need to bring it up. Yeah, it, it is. It can be. Um, but I don't know. That's a good one. Okay, let me – I'll just quickly list off my shows that I've been binging. Obviously, Tiger King. If you want to listen <laughs> to the podcast about that one, it's called Over My Dead Body, and it's season two, which is called Joe Exotic. And then I thought we should tell people about The Staircase because we are Ooh. possibly – that's that, that's a really Aww. strong potential of being another podcast. Oh, that's not a potential. That's a for surezies. Okay. Well, I was not going to give it for surezies yet, but okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> our next documentary 
overview may be on The Staircase, which there are two. It's The Staircase on Netflix is the original, like, documentary that was made for the Sundance channel. So then was updated for Netflix. Um, And then there's also an ID channel series about The Staircase. On Hulu. it's called... It's called, like, Investigation Discovery, The Staircase. Yeah, but it's called, like, an American... Oh... Oh, gosh, we should really research these things. We'll we'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, that you should definitely watch that because we're going to be talking about it and you'll Mm -hmm. want to hear it. Um, Derek is the cutest show on Netflix. It is a Ricky Gervais show, but it is not at all what you would expect from Ricky Gervais. He's brilliant in it. He should have won dozens of awards for it because he's so good. It will make you laugh and cry every single episode. It's sweet. It's so sweet. And I it's need to only, go back to that. It's only two seasons and they're short episodes. And so it goes quickly. You can binge it in like a few days. But it would be a so very sweet. sweet quarantine watch. For sure. And I don't watch it with your kids because there's lots of F-bombs but and some inappropriate themes. But, but as we've discussed, watch it with your husband. sometimes F-bomb's okay. It is. Of course it is. I mean, I can watch it with my son. Bo's watched it with us. Although he doesn't really like it. But um, Nathan and I both loved it. That's a good one, and and a lot of people probably haven't heard of that. Yeah, and then oh, one other podcast that's a non-true crime is The Office Ladies. Have you listened to that at all? No. Okay, well, I'm not like compelled by it. I love Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsley, but it's it's a little bit um, gooey at times. Do you know what I mean? Like gooey. They they Say like really love that. each other. They're the besties. They remind oh, me. Of, they are remind we gooey? me. Of, well, they're a little more gooey, I think. Anyways, um, but it's been – they are going through all the seasons. Like, they're going through the whole show episode by episode. So That's it's fun. been making me want to rewatch those. Um, okay, then two, like, totally random, if you like totally random shows or if you're just desperate for something else to watch. Um, two that Nathan and I both love and it both happen to be Australian shows oh. are Outback Truckers. Oh, my gosh. Just trust such me. a Nathan show. Just trust me. It's it's very it's very interesting, and Bondi Rescue, which is about the Bondi Beach lifeguards, so good. So is it like Baywatch? No, 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 no. It's it's a reality show. It's the actual. It's like them rescuing people. And but it's Bondi Beach is like their most popular beach in hmm. Australia. Well, and I will be sure to look for those in the show notes because I've heard of neither. I mean, I think you should try watching an episode or two. You might like them. Um. Okay, I'm not going to go into all my true crime podcasts because I have those actually. If you're interested in some true crime podcast recommendations, you can go to my Instagram account, which is it's just Emmy, and I have a highlight about podcast some great ones recommendations. In there. Yeah. Number three, let's move on because we are talking a lot today, but I think this is really good stuff. People are going to want to eat this up. Oh, we're being quite <laughs> helpful. You're we welcome. Being very helpful. Um, okay, number three is recipes. So. We're just going to just share one recipe that is a great, like, kind of shelf recipe. So you shelf may have stable. this stuff laying around. Yeah. Mine is going to be no surprise to anybody, but it is for baked ziti. And if you have I considered using all, that, but I knew you would. So I let you have it. Listen, it's just too good not to share. It is. Too, I've already so made it. Continue. I made it last week. Yeah. I I also did. Uh, two weeks ago. I think I'm due to make it this week. I try to make it at least every other week. Um, I got this recipe from my friend Tiffany. Shout out to Tiffany. Um, and it is a family favorite. Everyone, except for kind of Georgia, she complains, but everyone else loves this recipe in our house and it makes a big enough batch that you have leftovers for several days. Mm -hmm. It's pretty inexpensive. 
other than the sauce that I use. Did you try making it with my sauce yet? No. <sighs> Megan is here, 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 a little okay, bit Quick frugal. little side note. Yeah, I'm the frugal one in this relationship. She's so definitely the frugal one. I'm like, I'll look for whatever spaghetti sauce. <laughs> it, it calls for two jars of like 28-ounce spaghetti sauce, which yeah. I'm not saying that's like some obscene amount, but I'm just saying it's two jars. And I just look for what's on sale for like two for four dollars. Okay, but and Emmy, there is a big difference between good spaghetti sauce and is there ragu? Yes, there is. Your son is going to do a blind taste test. We decided, <laughs> and we're going to get to the bottom of it because she, he's on my she side. She buys with this um, pasta sauce, guys. That's like eight dollars. It's like seven ninety nine. It's usually eight ninety nine. A jar, but it actually was on sale this week. That's sixteen dollars for just yeah. The- but that's portion. like the main ingredient, and there's not much else that you have to put in it. Pasta is 99 cents for the box of pasta. <laughs> so it's like, it's still an under $30 meal. But it's all about that the cheese. Lasts I don't see how two the sauce meals. Anyway, sorry guys, we won't fight here in front of you. Okay, here's the recipe. You need two jars, so I buy two different jars. I buy the marinara jar and the vodka sauce jar. You need a box of pasta, whatever kind of pasta you want, really. Rigatoni, rigatoni. I don't know, whatever, it doesn't really matter. You need one pot of ground meat. I like two turkey. I think turkey is just better flavor. Also, I don't eat red meat, but that's neither here nor there. You need six slices of provolone cheese. You need a 16-ounce container of sour cream. You need two cups of mozzarella cheese, grated mozzarella cheese, and some Parmesan, grated Parmesan cheese. And then I also, oh, and an onion. That's very important, the onion. I also add Italian seasoning. All you do is you just saute the onion, add the ground beef, and then you add the two jars of pasta sauce, add some Italian seasoning. I am very generous with the Italian seasoning. Let that kind of simmer for about 10 to 15 minutes while you're doing that. Boil up some pasta for nine minutes. And then when it's all done, I'm just going to layer it in the pan. So you go pasta, sauce, the six slices of provolone, sour cream, more pasta, more sauce, mozzarella. No, more pasta, mozzarella, more sauce. I just laughed because I I didn't know you were going to do the entire (laughs) recipe. Like, uh, just so you know, I will not be telling you step by step. (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing so hard over here. I don't think any can't they just go to the link? It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna take a day. Maybe we'll let Jeff decide if he wants to cut that out yeah. or not. Jeff, I vote cut <laughs> it out. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well you may or may not have just heard me tell you the entire recipe. <laughs> oh Jeff, leave it in. For my big CD. If you didn't. <laughs> I was like, wow, she is going for it. Going. <laughs> Basically, you you mix it all up. You put it in a, you put it in a big night. You have to have a big <gasps> nine by 13 pan. You bake it. You take it out. You consume it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That's it. Did you, you not go. see my face? Because I was looking at you like, Emmy. <laughs> Emmy. You're a little fuzzy to be honest. <laughs> Okay. okay, go. You do yours. It's delicious. You will eat obscene amounts of it. Any kind oh, of like so good. any kind of like portion really control food. that you have for yourself or self control <laughs> will go out the window, and you'll find yourself eating three helpings. It's delicious. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Your so turn. my short but sweet recipe over here. <laughs> I made it this week. It is indeed uh, fairly shelf stable. The only things that you need to have fresh are ground beef and cheese. But it's called Porcupines in a Skillet, and it's actually oh. a recipe I got from Mickey at 30 Handmade Days. Oh. Oh, we love Mickey. I know. Shout she out makes, to Mickey. She makes it into your five things Friday on Instagram quite often. Often. Yeah. Often. Because she's so, just a wealth of knowledge. We will link the entire recipe in our show notes. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but basically, it's it's really good, and everyone in my family loves it. It's like rice and um, the ground beef and the cheese, and then the dry onion soup mix. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Which gives it some good flavor, and then a can of tomatoes, and I usually throw mm. it calls for canned mushrooms, but I usually do like canned olives. So it's like a it's like a taco rice. Do you do it in a crock and pot? Cheap. No, you do it all on the stove oh. in a skillet. Oh. It's called porcupines in a skillet. Oh, sorry, right. I Not porcupines in a crock pot. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> Perhaps it could be adapted, but it's it's really quick and easy, okay. and my family cleans up that skillet. Okay, well, we will link both those recipes, and <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that was hopefully, funny. hopefully Jeff can cut that down. Okay. So number four is how to stay connected during basically isolation. During I mean, Emmy has her shelter uh, in place. Yeah. Emmy has her quarantine family that she's chosen. Right. So that's a little easier for her. Um, we haven't done that. So connection for me is looking like a lot of um, FaceTime coffee dates. Mm, I like that idea. And, it, and cocktail hour. I've had many a cocktail hour with friends on FaceTime. And you know what? I leave feeling just as connected as if I had driven and met them somewhere. A hundred percent. I feel Are you using FaceTime or Zoom for those? FaceTime. Okay. I think I need to try that because if I have to do one more Zoom call, I think I'm going to Yeah. It's so good. Stick I mean, my head in the oven. I'm like, gosh, I might never I might never meet with people in person again because it's kind of nice to just have that yeah. time with them and you don't have to drive anywhere. And um, I like I've also to be done, in my house. Right. I've also done some um, like FaceTime walks with friends or just oh, that's while fun. That's talking fun on the idea. phone because then you're getting exercise and some connection time. So those have been really sweet times. Um, and again, I just feel super connected. And I don't know. I hope that that's something that we emerge from this time remembering that when we're feeling lonely, we can ask yes. for connection. I agree. I yeah. Because so I think people, I've had friends call me and say, can we FaceTime? And I love that they asked for it. Yeah. And, I've done the, and I've and I've done the same. My best friends were too. And it makes a big difference. It really does make a big difference to see each other's faces. I agree. I, I like that idea. We've been doing I've done three group Zoom calls now and I just can't do the Zoom calls anymore. I, I don't, don't love like? the Zoom. Well, it's hard because with Zoom, when someone makes a noise, it like makes them louder than everybody else. So if someone like has someone in the background or if someone moves something on their desk, like it just is it's very disjointed, it feels like, and it's mm-hmm. kind of awkward. And um, it's a little awkward to, like, how do you how do you end it? I don't know. It's just – it's – I don't – I had – I don't really – I'm not so much enjoying the Zoom calls. But I yeah. like the idea of trying to do FaceTime with more, multiple people. I think maybe I'll suggest mm-hmm. that for the next time my girls want to have a happy it's, hour. It's great. I love it. Yeah, that's good. Last night we did um, neighborhood cocktail hour and it was very spontaneous because we had – last week we all joined forces. All the moms on the street got each other – like we – everyone who had other people's phone numbers, we all kind of combined into one text message, as many people as we could on our street. And so we had talked about doing like a happy hour on Friday night and then we all forgot about it. And then <sighs> at like 6 o'clock last night – there was like, no Wait, time. We're supposed to be having happy hour. And so several, like, we just quick texted, anyone want to come out? And there were about five of us that came out, and we just sat in a big circle, six feet apart. And, and did people really kind of respect that? 
Oh, yeah, totally. We've been being careful. I mean, unfortunately, we all have little kids, and it's so hard to keep our little kids six feet apart. So we've kind of resigned to the fact that the kids are not respecting the six-foot thing, and it's we we were talking last night about how like at some point our mental health has to come above that and so mm-hmm. for them like this is how we're surviving and we all are all being very careful and following the quarantine rules and so we figure if we're just exposing each other at least it's just this one group you know like mm-hmm. i don't know we're we're but the adults definitely we maintained our 6 feet but um yeah the kids it's a different little bit but there's not there's not like dozens of kids there's about seven or eight of them that have been playing together so um yeah we're doing the best we can with that but um but we did we all sat out there and then miss robin my next door neighbor um came out and told the kids she had her s'mores set up in the backyard so they all went into the backyard and did s'mores with her and then um Bo got off work Bo is still working because he works at chick-fil-a so um he brought us home a bunch of nuggets that we carefully distributed amongst all of the neighbors on separate plates. Um, and, yeah, we that was fun. It was really nice. It was a nice – and we stayed out there till like, 10 o'clock. The kids were all awake till like, 10, 15, but it was so fun. Who cares? Memory. I, well, who cares? There's no they bedtime all, anymore. Not in my house. No. Nope, not here either. My main connection during quarantine and always is Voxer, and mm-hmm. I know – People think I'm a Voxer bully. I kind of am. If you don't know what Voxer is, it's basically a walkie-talkie app, which sounds lame, but once you start actually using it and getting your friends to use it, I think it's Mm life-changing. I love Voxer. Yeah, Voxer's great. I am just – I have so many times I've thought I'm so grateful that it's 2020 and we have all this technology. I know, for sure. It would just be a different game. I know we were talking about that with our friends the other day. Like, what would it have been like when we were little? Because – just even, I mean, for one thing, it wouldn't have been spread as quickly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Would it have been? Maybe it would have. We still traveled back then. But I don't know. I It would have been very isolating for sure. Mm-hmm. And you could not have binged anything because you couldn't do that back then. Right. So we would have had to like VHS record things and watch commercials over and over again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> Sounds terrible. All right, number five. We are going to do a quick lightning round. Yeah, okay. lightning round. I like Let's it. Let's make it quick. Okay. Um, I'm being the timekeeper over here. Okay. Um, But I'm going to ask you first, okay? Sure. Emmy, what is your quarantine high? Oh, definitely the kindness that people are showing, the um, connection with people, and the, like, in very intentional connection totally the solidarity and just like the camaraderie of all of it i Mm -hmm. i really love how it's not just bringing our country together but like the whole world we're all in this together it's been i love that like we're all in this together i was just thinking did you see some celebrities are doing a like singing from home kind of concert thing i don't know but it reminded me of we are the world and I was trying to tell Bo about We Are the World. And I was uh, like, what's going to be the one? That, there should, it oh, can't be Hands sure. Across America because we can't be touching each other's hands. No, but for sure so. there's going to be something. Yeah, there's got to be. Absolutely. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. I agree. That's a great one. Okay, Emmy, what is your quarantine low? 
Um, definitely just not getting any alone time mm. in my house. I, sure. I, I'm not, I'm really not sick of my people. I love them. Um, but I, I really, my favorite time of the day during the week normally is right when I get home from dropping the kids off and my house mm-hmm. is quiet, but messy and totally. I can clean it up and it's all nice and pretty and so, yeah, I'm, I'm missing my alone time. Well, hey, that sure. big closet of yours, find out. Get some freaking locks on those closet know, doors I of yours. That. And I, go But it's there. not the same because that's the thing. The thing I like is being, like, in my kitchen, my kitchen and living room. Like, yeah, I like that's being true. in You don't actually want to be and alone in your closet. Right. I just want to be, like, making my house nice and feeling – it makes me feel – having a clean kitchen is my yeah. number one stress reliever. Uh-huh. So, like, that, that's – That is hard. It's been it's been challenging, but not like it's not overwhelming to me. Totally. Okay. What is the weirdest thing you found yourself saying? I mean, I think it was yesterday when I said, Penelope, you have your Zoom call in five minutes. <laughs> totally. My nine year old. <laughs> what the heck? That was a strange statement. How does she do on it? On Zoom? Oh my gosh, she was adorable actually. I was worried I was nervous about it because it was with her class. Her teacher organized it. And they did it two days in a row, and I actually think they're going to start doing it more because they're all loving it. But she's really good. It's only 15 minutes. She The first day, she split up the class, um, like the first half of the alphabet and the second half of the alphabet. And then the second day, she did the boys and girls separately. And um, so, yeah, it, she was really sweet on it. And mm-hmm. it, it's fun to yeah, – I don't normally get to watch her engage with her classmates right. all that much. And so it was fun, and they seemed to love her, which always – makes me so happy because Aww. I worry. She's she's a difficult personality sometimes, so I worry. But they all were so sweet to her. And That's sweet that you got a glimpse of that. Yeah, and she was being very respectful and polite and not – she tends to, like, sometimes try to be the clown and it mm-hmm. becomes inappropriate, but <laughs> she wasn't doing that. So it was very sweet. I like it. Sweet girl. Okay, last one for you is what is the craziest thing that you have done during this quarantine? Well, I don't really know that – it's going to sound crazy to a lot of people, but like totally okay. lose track. Crazy's of- relative. Okay. Well, just totally losing track of how many days it's been since I've washed my hair. Oh, that is yeah. That very, is so not like you. Very outside of the norm for me. And even just like having multiple days where I haven't put my makeup on and I've just thrown my hair in a bun, like that's so, so out of the norm for me. So mm-hmm. that's been my crazy behavior. Woo. Let me <laughs> over there. Okay, so let's hear yours. So okay, let's start with your high. What was what's your high? Uh, my high was last night, actually. So Ooh. I have not. I have been very good, and I have not left the house, and I have really only done like grocery pickup. Um, so I was going a little stir crazy. So um, mm. Pete has an office downtown, and he it, he has a small company, so he's been the only one um, kind of officing out of there. His business partner has chosen to just work from home. So um, we went. Last night to his office, and we got takeout. Date night? Yeah, we had a date night at his office. Oh, we that's great! Brought a couple beers. We uh, picked up some takeout, and just I just got to have a change of location for. Oh, that's so good for just you. a couple you hours, that. and we of course we watched. He has a big old TV that he uses for presentations, so we got to watch a few episodes of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, I love it. And it was so fantastic. But it was like, Did you make out? We did not make out because he oh. doesn't have a couch. He just has chairs. Oh. So that would have been a little hard. Plus, 
Um, Peace Office is right downtown. For those of you that live in Denver, he's like 11th and Broadway. And so there were like, there were some um, sketchy looking people watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel from the window. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But you know, okay, well, Pete and I were very comfortable with, you know, the urban living. So right. You we were are. like, oh, okay. hey. And I and Pete, and Pete even said, he said, oh, I'm so glad we have the subtitles on so that they can you know, actually oh. watch. <laughs> But it's amazing. It's it was, so kind of you. It was great. It was a really nice night. And I, I oh, okay. came home feeling like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's out. good. I know. Nathan yeah. and I were talking about how can we do a date. We've got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. We we do have Hannah, so we could have her watch the girls and we could, like, take a drive. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll do that. Yeah, we it was like a good driving. reset for me. Yeah. Okay. What was your – what's your low? My low uh, has been just how messy my house is. Oh, Yes. I think I we're that. similar. Well, I know that we're similar in that way. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I am praising God for the fact that I have a basement because, yeah. um, like, it's just an absolute disaster down here in my basement. Mm-hmm. But I can kind of keep the disaster down there, and I can have, like, my kitchen, living room, dining room, my bedroom upstairs. I can keep that pretty, like, <sighs> okay. So that's been helpful. Good. Thank God for basements. Yes. Well, we don't have those here in California. Wish and- we did. And you know what? You know what's helping me is when I'm feeling like the like closing in of the mess. I just remind mm-hmm. myself like it's not going to be like this forever. Yes, very and that's true. actually a very simple thing I can say to myself that is true, and helps me just move on. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. That I think what's hard for people is the um, unknown because we don't know how long it's going to be. Mm-hmm. That's we were my neighbors and I were saying that last night. Like just. Not knowing what, not knowing when it's going to end, and also not knowing what the world is going to look like when it does end, because obviously there's going to be some big changes. So yeah, 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 it's weird. Okay, what is the weirdest thing that you have said? Um, it was also yesterday. Um, I had to ask my daughter to not tape her phone to the ceiling. Oh, let me explain. Was she trying to videotape something? She wanted to play. Uh, I don't know. I think. Oh, they're playing Monopoly. She wanted to play Monopoly with her friends on FaceTime. So oh. she was trying to figure out a way to have the board be visible to everybody. <laughs> oh, my god! But I, ca- I happened – I was down in my basement working, and I happened to go upstairs for something, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? No. Do not – you cannot tape your iPhone to the oh, ceiling. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> so – It's a tripod. Yeah. I'm sure – You've got to have I'm, one around that house. I'm sure we do. And she actually, she ended up putting it on the kitchen counter with, like, the camera part extending over. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, I do. So she, yeah, she was cute because she was like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is a bad idea. So she, oh. <laughs> she untaped it. Oh, my gosh. That is so, so something a kid would do. And totally. it was totally a good idea. Yep. Oh, that's great. Okay. What's the weirdest thing that you have done? Okay. So the weirdest thing I've done is considered letting Sam – dig up the pool that is in our backyard. Oh, like I legit I found myself idea. legitimately considering this possibility because don't you have we, garden beds over it? Oh, it's not something we could actually do, but our our backyard, uh, we didn't know this when we moved in, but the previous owners, our house was our house was built in the 60s. The original owners put in a pool in the 60s and then um, the owners in between us and them filled it in. So there's a, there's a full pool back there. 
I mean, I think you should do it. I'm not just quarantine style. You should just do it. It'd be fun. Dig yeah. it up. And, you can and make it like, a skateboarding ramp if nothing else. Sam is like the most industrious child, and he would actually do this. Oh, he totally would. Well, and I feel like Pete would really get into that too. Oh, maybe, but you're right. I mean, his his little garden, Pete's garden boxes are on top. Yeah, like and he vegetable likes boxes, boxes. So it's not going to happen. But I found myself like really shocked that I considered oh my gosh, it. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We did it. We did this it. Has been our longest episode by far. So hopefully, Jess that can, freaking big um, ZD recipe play by play. Oh, I don't think it's going to make the cut. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, we'd love to hear how you guys are getting through the quarantine. Yes, please DM us. Tell us what you guys are doing. And we'll... Okay, so at this point, we should say we'll be back next week because we we think we'll be at weekly broadcast by this point, maybe. We don't we know. We got we'll this. See. We're going to work towards that goal. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And while you're over there, please give us a five-star review. Also, give us a follow over on Instagram. We are at 5thingspodcast. That's the number five things podcast. If you have any topic suggestions, we would love to hear them. So send us a DM through Instagram and we'll try to get you on the show. That's right. It all would not be possible without the help of Jeff and Taylor over at Goodyear Audio find them on instagram at good underscore ear underscore audio and they can help you with all your podcast needs we'll meet you back here next week